This is a journey into sound. This is a journey into sound. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. Welcome into Inside the Bullseye here on Pippin' Ain't Easy Radio Network. I'm talking with Andrew Kennedy today. He's stepping inside the bullseye for the Oklahoma City Thunder for tomorrow's matchup. It's being billed as an NBA Finals preview. We'll see how close that is tomorrow. But Andrew, how are you doing today, a day before the big matchup? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm looking forward to it for sure. Uh, this is two straight Sundays for the Thunder. That are uh, pretty big matchups last week with the Heat. So definitely looking forward to it tomorrow. All right, let's start with one question here, and it's about Kevin Durant. Derrick Rose basically endorsed Kevin Durant earlier this week as his successor as the NBA's MVP, but a lot of people are still convinced that it's LeBron James who deserves to win the MVP. So you cover the Heat, or the uh, Thunder, and we all watch the Heat. Do you think Kevin Durant deserves the MVP over LeBron James this year? Well, right now, I think uh, the jury's still out. I'm not sure yet. I mean, at the beginning of the season, LeBron had such a great start to the year putting up these career numbers that he seemed like he was going to be the shoe-in MVP. Then we see last Sunday he, when he goes head-to-head with Kevin Durant, and Durant clearly outplays him, the Thunder win. And, I mean, now the Thunder have a better record than the Heat. They, uh, Durant's numbers are also some of the best he's put up in his career. So I think Durant definitely closed the gap. And I think, I guess for now, I would say LeBron is probably the front runner but just by a little bit. And the Heat and Thunder, they're going to play one more time this year, and I think that's going to be a big matchup that's going to determine and, and sway the vote. And it'll be closer to the end of the year. We'll see how those teams look. But, you know, the Thunder, if they have, you know, a couple couple more wins than the Heat at the end of the year, um, then I think there's a good chance that Durant's going to steal this MVP from LeBron. All right, sticking with Durant here for question number two. It's been a search in Chicago to find Derrick Rose's sidekick. I mean, we don't know who it is. Is it Luol Deng? Is it Carlos Boozer? Gar Foreman brought in Rip Hamilton. That hasn't worked out this season. But in Oklahoma City, it's not an issue. You guys have Kevin Durant, but then there's a guy who goes by the name of Russell Westbrook, who's the latter half of a deadly one-two punch that the Thunder have. We saw this combo get the Thunder to the Western Conference Finals a year ago. Now that they've had a year to mature, to grow together, and we've seen what they've done this season so far, do you think that the Thunder can get to the Western Conference Finals and then a step further to the NBA Finals behind Westbrook and Durant alone? Um, I, I think that they're definitely the favorites in the West right now, and I, I like them to make it to the Western Conference Finals and then get to the NBA Finals, but the road is going to be tough just like it was last year. I mean, as the standings are right now, they would probably have to play the Dallas Mavericks in the second round and then either the Lakers or Spurs in the final. And the Spurs are really the team that I think would be a tough matchup for them. The Thunder haven't played too well against them. 
far this season, so that's really not a great matchup for them. But, I mean, I, I think right now if you had to pick one team out of the West, you would have to pick the Thunder just because you wouldn't, um, you just wouldn't bank on the Spurs as much or, or even the Mavericks. They have their questions too. So I think the Thunder are the best team in the West, and I think they, uh, their ability to score and to have three guys who can score with Durant, Westbrook, and James Harden, I think uh, there's not there's not another team in the West that has that and just doesn't have as much firepower as the Thunder do. And they're so young, and when the playoffs come around, they're going to all be able to play you know, 40 plus minutes a game, no problems. And you, you're talking about the competition they're going to have in the West. These are all much older teams, and I think it, it's going to be tough for them to keep up with the Thunder through seven games of a series. So I think that they're definitely the favorite in the West right now. And um, I mean, that doesn't mean that there's the shoe in at all. I'm really worried about the San Antonio Spurs and the Dallas Mavericks, too. I mean, we saw them the Thunder last year in the Western Conference Finals, so that's not going to be an easy match to be there, especially if it happens in the second round. Now, the Spurs are just three games out from the Thunder right now. The Spurs have 17 games left, and the Thunder, I believe, have 15. How concerned are you that the Spurs are going to kick it into high gear here as we hit April and catch the Thunder? Or are the Thunder pretty much going to keep their distance with the Spurs and close out the uh, playoff seed pretty close here? Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I haven't really, you know, the Thunder have been the top seed in the West for a long time. It seems like from day one of this season. So you haven't even really thought about it. But definitely the Spurs have, have come on and they definitely have a chance to, to steal that top seed from the Thunder. But just watching the Thunder play lately um, during this five-game win streak, it's hard to imagine them stumbling that much and then allowing the Spurs to overtake that top seed. And, um, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I, I'm pretty sure the Thunder are, are really playing at a high level right now. I mean, if you saw it today, Kendrick Perkins said that he expects the Thunder to win the rest of the games this season. So, you know, they're, they're not – no plans of coasting or anything like that. They come to play every night. That's one of the best things about them. And, you know, as the season wears down the last few games, the Thunder are going to – they, you know, they play hard every night. They're going to come at, come in every game trying to win, and we might see some of the, their opponents aren't going to be in that same mindset if it's teams you know, that aren't going to make the playoffs and things like that. But the Thunder are looking as good as they have all season right now, and there's nothing that says that they're going to really slow down or anything like that. So I, I think that they're going to get that top seed, and uh, you know, we'll see how important that is. It's pretty big because the Thunder plays so much better at home. And if they're going to end up playing someone like the Spurs or even the Mavericks, you know, in the, in the West Finals, that's going to be something very valuable for them to have that home court. Now, I complained the other day that the Bulls don't get enough respect. And as soon as I said that, they were given attention rather than respect from a certain four-letter network and the uh, situation concerning Tom Thibodeau's contract. We've seen Westbrook and Durant have a spicy relationship, and they aren't afraid to get in each other's faces. Now that the playoffs are rolling around and the Thunder are really picking up national attention and everything is basically magnified under the national microscope, when Westbrook and Durant get in each other's face in a playoff game, people are going to try to run with this as if it's a new thing, as if this just happened, that there's discourse and discontent in the Thunder camp. Let's settle this right now before 
any of that even starts before the playoffs even start. Let's settle it right now with somebody who's connected with the Thunder. Because I'm sick of hearing this, and I know I'm going to be really sick when I hear this in the postseason. Do Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant have a problem with each other, and can they get along playing together? I think that they absolutely have no problems with each other. I mean, from all accounts, they are best friends off the court as well. And um, they they love playing together, and I, I don't think it's going to be an issue with them at all, especially, you know, not this season, who knows, in the future. But, you know, I heard when they were here in Orlando for the All-Star break, they you know, they were just seen doing everything together. So they don't have any, you know, they have a really good relationship together. They respect each other, and they complement each other. They know when each other, um, when the other guy needs to take over or, or whatever like that. So I'm not worried about that at all, but you know the microscope that they are going to be under in the playoffs, and if that you know magnifies some of their flaws, which which last year we saw was Russell Westbrook and his performance in the playoffs, and uh, you know his turnovers and shot selection were a real a real problem for the Thunder, and is that going to be you know something that, that is going to come up and, and be a problem this year again? And I think that's that's the thing I'm more worried about is how is Westbrook going to handle. The, the scrutiny that he might come under the same way that he was last year. I mean, last year it seemed to kind of um, make him start playing worse. And uh, we'll see how it is this year. Because they're going to have some games probably that they lose in the playoffs. Westbrook is going to shoot 25 times or, you know, shoot more than Kevin Durant, and they're going to lose, and the fingers are going to be pointed at Westbrook, whether that's fair or not. So we'll see how, how he kind of um, responds to this, because I don't have an issue with them together. I don't think that's a problem at all. And, I mean, Kevin Durant can basically do no wrong in the eye of the media. Um, and it's going to be Westbrook that's going to get scrutiny if anyone does. So we'll, we'll see how he responds to that. Not really worried about it. I think you know, he went through that last year. And um, within the Thunder organization, it's definitely not an issue, those two playing together. Are there any other flaws that are going to be magnified for the Thunder in the playoffs? outside of Westbrook and uh, Durant? Well, I mean, one of the, the, the one flaws they have is they they don't like to get a lot of scoring um, from the post. I mean, basically at all. They, they don't throw it into the Baca or Perkins. And not that they should, but you don't see a lot of teams that go far in the playoffs and just don't have anyone that scores from the post. So, you know, we'll see if that becomes an issue. Westbrook and Durant have tried to play more in the post this year, but it's not definitely not going to be something that they go to in the playoffs or buckets. So, you know, as we know, the playoffs are a different brand of basketball. The defensive intensity is higher. So the way that the Thunder get their offense now with a lot of the isolation going on the perimeter, that might be tougher to come by in the playoffs. And usually teams will then go into the post to score. And the Thunder don't really have that in their arsenal right now. So, that's a flaw that I think could come up in the playoffs for sure. And uh, we'll see how much it affects them, you know. Um, in the West, I don't know if it's going to be a big deal, but, you know, if they get to the finals and have to play the Heat or Bulls, that might be a real problem for them. All right, let's go back to the game at hand here, the game tomorrow against the Chicago Bulls and the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's being billed as a potential NBA Finals preview. And I wanted to see this NBA Finals last year with the Bulls and the Thunder, but it didn't happen. But Derrick Rose has been seriously hobbled with some injuries lately, and it's not really looking good for him to play tomorrow. So if Derrick Rose sits, 
which is looking like the case. How much does that change the game, and how much does that tip the scales in the favor of the Thunder? Does it make it easier for them, or does it make it harder? Because if they lose to a roseless Bulls team, the scrutiny is going to be even more harsh. Yeah, I mean, at first glance, you think Derrick Rose doesn't play. All right, obviously, the Thunder are going to win. But, um, you know, maybe it's one of those games that they're not up for as much. There's no Derrick Rose, and we've seen the Bulls this season obviously have success without Derrick Rose in the lineup, so they're still a very formidable opponent without Rose. And, I mean, I would love to see Rose play tomorrow just to see that matchup because, um, you know, that's the Bulls at full strength versus the Thunder at full strength. That would be nice to see as a potential finals preview. And uh, it would be a little disappointing that it doesn't happen, and I guess it seems like it won't. But, um, yeah, I think the Thunder should win tomorrow. You know, especially if Rose doesn't play, they're at home. Like I said, they've been playing so well lately, and they're so tough to beat at home. And, um, you know, it's gonna, it will look bad if they lose with that road. Yeah, it will look bad, but I don't think it's going to be a big issue, you know? Because I don't think anyone's really going to grade the performance of both teams if Rose doesn't play as much as they would if both teams are at full strength. Yeah, it's really going to bug me because I wanted to see that matchup tomorrow with Rose and the full-strength Bulls against the full-strength Thunder. But I guess we're just going to have to wait till the NBA Finals to see that matchup, which seems like a bold prediction now, but <laughs> it could happen. Yeah. And so let's get your official prediction here for the game. You say the Thunder win. Is it going to be a blowout game, and who steps up the most for the Thunder? Is it going to be Westbrook? Is it going to be Durant? Is it going to be someone else? Or is it just going to be a team effort that dismantles the Bulls inside the Energy Center tomorrow? Yeah, I think the Thunder win. I mean, I, I pretty much never would pick against them at home. Like, <laughs> I, I can't imagine a matchup where I, I wouldn't give them the edge, at least. And, um, but, but the one thing with the Thunder is they're a very slow-starting team. I think that'll be the case tomorrow just because the Bulls play such good defense. And, you know, we'll, we'll see them probably come out and not look as crisp as they normally are. So I think it'll be a close game, that's for sure. But the, the thing the Thunder have done so well this year is, you know, despite their slow starts, they still, you know, play so hard the rest of the game. And they can come back with ease because they have so much, like, firepower. You know, on offense. So mm-hmm. I think the Thunder win. I think the, the role players always play better at home, and you know, Harden specifically. He does very, very well at home coming off the bench. He's going to be crucial tomorrow because the way the, the Bulls are probably going to come out and defend the pick and roll, they're going to try and make Westbrook, Durant, and Harden pass out of the situation. And Harden is by far the best passer of them. So him getting that entire second unit going, getting some offensive production out of that, out of that group is going to be huge because you know, the Bulls have a very good second unit too. So this isn't going to be one of those games where the Thunder has a big advantage when their bench come in. So they're definitely going to need the bench to come through to win. And then I think, you know, if they have a slow start, it's usually Russell Westbrook that um, steadies the ship and, and starts to bring them back. He's been playing so well lately. And, you know, without Derrick Rhodes, he's probably going to be pretty motivated to come in and um, and show up the Bulls a little bit, especially um, with with whoever's going to end up guarding him. You know, if it's DJ Watson or whoever, whenever um, Westbrook sees the defender that he doesn't think is his equal, he really will get that tunnel vision where he goes, he tries to go hard one-on-one and score a lot. So we'll see Westbrook do that a lot. He's shooting so well lately that it's not going to hurt when he does that thing where 
court and doesn't make any passes, just gets one pick and, and shoots, or just goes one on one and shoots. So I think Westbrook will have a big night just because he's been playing so well lately. I think the second unit's going to play well just because mainly they're at home and that Harden's going to need to step up you know, against the Bulls defense and make some plays for everyone. So I think Harden comes through with that, and I think Westbrook has a good game too, especially with that Derrick Rose. All right, he's Andrew Kennedy for thunderousintentions.com. Go ahead and check it out if you want to get all the best scoop on the enemy for Sunday. This has been Inside the Bullseye on Pippin' Ain't Easy Radio Network. You can check it out on the site. Check us out on iTunes. Search Pippin' Ain't Easy in the iTunes search bar. And then you're set. There's nothing else that you need to do. You just need to kick back and watch the Bulls. I'm Josh Hill. He's Andrew Kennedy. This has been Inside the Bullseye Bulls Thunder Edition on Pippin' Ain't Easy Radio Network. Uh, uh, uh.